Welcome to the Dog Zone 9000, the podcast for the outrageous comedy website 1900hotdog.com. I'm today's host, TV's Sean Baby from the internet, and we have a wonderful guest for a very special episode featuring a high-energy, high-stakes battle of quiz called No Right Answers Championship Edition. I'm joined by the host and showrunner of the Good Job Brain podcast. She's a nationally ranked crossword puzzler and marathoner, a big winner on ABC's trivia game show The Chase, a craftswoman, designer, and polyglot from One Up and Twitch, a new mother and true renaissance woman, the beautiful and lovely Robert Brockway. Hi, I'm so glad you got everything. You got absolutely everything I've ever done. What a good job. And our special guest today, he is Robert Brockway, Karen Chu. Woo! Yo, 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 yo. That is me, Robert Brockway. <laughs> now, uh... It's great to have you. We've been friends for many years, and uh, I guess at One Up, we were sort of colleagues. Um, and before another of my elegantly designed podcast quiz showdowns goes off the rails, let's talk about uh, what you're up to and uh, tell the people where to see your stuff. Oh, thank you. You know, I have no idea what I'm in store for, Sean. You did not <laughs> warn me, nor mm -hmm. give me any clues on what's gonna happen. Me You're gonna be for the record. For the record, I have no idea either. I'm I'm terrified and I maybe aroused. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> now, Karen does the Good Job Brain podcast, which is a great uh great podcast with uh our friend Chris Kohler and uh really solid. I think you're gonna be really jealous of how much better mine is. Uh, just want to warn you. <laughs> I'm yeah, already well, envious. 100% of your games have gone off flawlessly. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm known around here as the the game guy. Game master. My games are so. He's yeah, got the game master. master hat and monocle. Well, thank you guys for for having me. Hello, everybody. My name is Karen, uh, and yes, I am the showrunner for the Good Job Brain podcast. I am a newish mother. And uh, I was recently on the game show The Chase, where I was pretty mediocre, but I won. So you, you, guys you know what? Haha. -ha. I was watching that with my fiance, and we agreed that your questions were pretty rough. Except you did get one where they asked you like, "What like a fussy white woman is, or what do you call a fussy white woman?" <laughs> and of course, it was Karen. And you're sitting there with a fucking name tag that says Karen. It was just fantastic. <laughs> you know, for that moment, I. I, you know, I, I kind of blacked out. Uh, I'm not really a TV show uh, personality person, uh, and I kind of just blacked out the whole experience. But <laughs> I somehow recall they might have kind of paused the game to, there. you know, there's a third-party auditor on game okay. shows, right? And I think they probably were like, we got to check this. This is a little bit too much of a of a coincidence. We got to we got to phone in the booth and see what's going on. <laughs> it wasn't out intentional. it was legit. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It was not. It was completely accidental, I guess. Um so I thought it was me. harassment, but it was just a lucky <laughs> coincidence. <laughs> so the auditor thought it could be that like you had an insider on the show who like threw you an easy question. And you were the worst at it. You were the worst. <laughs> at <it>. <laughs> <laughs> the worst what? hidden question of all time. Oh yeah, it was, it was just such a it was such a rush, but it was also terrifying. You know, you guys, you guys are pro hosts and oh, personalities, sure. and, oh, yeah, and yeah. what I what the industry calls talent. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. I am just a I am just a person who was available uh, during COVID <laughs> that would fly down to LA to to tape. So, so but you took a took a bunch of their money. So yeah, I did. I did. The winner's you. The real winner. 
I noticed uh, lately you've been doing a lot of uh, shoemaking, which is exactly what it sounds like if you're listening. Yes. See, so those look like impressive, fantastic shoes that you make. Like Thank candles you. make like Mega Man shoes with like a little Mega Man guy and Mega Man colors, and it's uh, people would probably like, pay like, like twelve hundred bucks wear. for these shoes. Not like those those just giant. Oh, he would be honored to wear them. <laughs> he would fucking get way above. Not like the, the ones he shoes. does wear though. They're just giant formless boots <laughs> made out of right. steel. Yeah. Right. She doesn't make giant formless knee boots. <laughs> yes, I I make uh, custom sneakers from scratch from actual pieces of of leather that I cut mm-hmm. out and I have all these uh, fancy leather working machines and I actually make shoes, uh, which I, I learned the term for a shoemaker is not cobbler. Like we think of, oh, okay, you know, shoemakings, they're, they're cobblers. Uh, it's uh-huh. called cord wainers. So cord I'm wainer. the cords. <laughs> You're cord yeah. wainer. All right. Cord wainer. Well, cord wainer, Karen Chu, uh, let me explain the rules of No Right Answers Championship Edition. It's a game of diverse knowledge and strong opinions. Now, a round begins with one of you playing as the Answer Blaster and the other one as the Arbiter. As the Answer Master, I have the correct answer. You give your answer, and if you give me the correct answer, it's the right answer. If you give me the incorrect answer, it goes to the Arbiter, who may, if they are compelled by your personal choice or persuasion, declare your answer to be right, and the Answer Master's incorrect. So, for instance, the question may be, what's the best color? I, as the answer master, may have previously looked up surveys or studies of consumer habits to discover the right answer to that question, or I may have answered it myself based on my taste and lived experience. (laughs) The point is, I'm the answer master, I have the advantage, and you need to defeat me using your gut and your passion, as you will have 10-ish seconds to give your response or risk forfeit. So, coming up with the correct answer is worth three points, coming up with a better right answer than mine is worth five points. And remember that. That will be decided on by the arbiter. Now, you're allowed to argue why your answer is more right than my correct answer, and the final judge will be the arbiter. Now, since you're competing, and because of my charm, you're obviously incentivized to always agree with me, the answer master. However, if an answer blaster goes an entire round without convincing the arbiter to overturn an answer, they will win the full point total for that entire round. Devastating blow to the arbiter. So... Even if you never agree with your opponent or you value gamesmanship over honor, you must still judge in favor of them at least once. All rules void in 49 states. Sorry, Tennessee. So to recap, it's family feud, but Richard Dawson will not lick your mother's mouth in front of you. Okay. Okay. So uh, the last game that you you engineered and played was basically Uh just Jeopardy, and I did not understand it the entire time. There is zero chance I'm going to remember or, or comprehend any of this at any okay. point. To recap, I'm the answer master, and I will ask one of you, who will be the answer blaster, uh, just a question or a prompt, and you just answer it as honestly uh, and in the best way possible. Now, it may be exactly what I had planned as the right answer, or it may be better, or it may be worse. That will be decided by your opponent, the arbiter. And that will switch every round. So, uh, are we all clear on the rules? Or unclear enough to get started? Unclear enough to get started, thank you. So let me tell you about the nine categories. Uh, Karen, you're our guest. Would you like to be the answer blaster or the arbiter first? I I will blast some answers. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, so the nine categories for you to choose from are combo mash-em-ups, culture and crime, fun and games, name that animal. 
Advanced Biology, The Art of Acting, Karen and Brockway at the Movies, History of Television, and Arts and Entertainment. I would like to choose Name That Animal. All right. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. You'll have about 10 seconds to answer. I'm not going to be a big stickler on this. Uh, you're, I have a correct answer prepared. You're okay. going to try to top that. Now, Brockway will decide whether you did. And, of course, if you match it, then it's obviously the right answer. Now, there's another rule. The Arbiter can steal. If, if you answer the way I predicted you would, and we get the right answer, Brockway might say, you know what? I have a better answer. And if he's right... He gets the steal. I won't, we won't see a lot of that, but here we go. Your first question. What's the best pet for a monologuing James Bond villain? I mean, your, your, Joe, your, your, your regular Joe answer is going to be a hairless cat. Mm-hmm. You know, like skeletal, yet wrinkly at the same time. Um, can I think of a better one? I mean, if you're... You know, I feel like a parrot is also a good one, but parrot gives you mm-hmm. a way because they talk too much. Um, <laughs> Try to oh. imagine him incorporating the pet into his monologue. Oh, I see. Okay. Just well, to get you on the same wavelength I was on. Okay, so I I think if that's the case, I would think the pet would be capable of some sort of torture. Mm. And so uh, I would... Put my money on sharks. Sharks with with lasers. Just sharks. Let's just go with <laughs> okay, sharks. Okay, just regular sharks. The correct answer was Portuguese man of war. Now it goes oh! to the arbiter. <laughs> no, I agree Portuguese man of war. I like I like the man of war and the sharks with lasers were were Austin Powers, right? Which is mm-hmm. which is very which is different. More from silly Bond. than you like your yeah. Bond villain to be. If uh, any listeners are not animal nerds, the Portuguese Man of War sort of looks like an inflated rubber glove with like a million tentacles, and it just dangles these tentacles through the water, and they're all lit up, so fish are like, oh, what's this cute light? And then they get stabbed and paralyzed, and then digested while they're still alive. I believe, the is the Man of War the Siponophore, the one that is made yes. up of thousands of Very other nice. creatures? Yes! It See, is that, not one animal. It is many moves. animals. You See, yeah. there's like eight dimensions he could take his monologue using... Using mm-hmm. the man of war, so you see, Mister Bond, you are but one man. I am a siphonophore, <laughs> much like the Portuguese man of war you see digesting a man behind you. Yeah, whatever, nerd. Fucking laser me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Karen, your next question. This okay. is the animal with the highest cuteness and combat stats. Okay, so I'm gonna. Th- you know, I feel like mammals are. It's gonna be a mammal, mm-hmm. but what? They're is, very cute, and they can kill you. This the countdown is is stressing me out. It's it's not a lot of time. I feel like I need to really marinate <laughs> on this. But but off the top of my head, I'm gonna go with the duckbill platypus. And the very reason being nice. is they got a little they're very poison. cute. Yes, and they have barbs yeah. on their webbed feet. Um, and so you're like, oh, it's so cute. It's like you know, like a side duck from Pokemon. But mm-hmm. but its barbs will poison you. Right. Uh, the correct answer was polar bear. Oh, I overrule. I go with Karen. Uh, I was going to say platypus, and they are way cuter than polar bears. And I think everybody at this point knows to run from a polar bear. I think mm-hmm. some people might not know to run from a platypus. And if you didn't know that, there's no way you would think that creature would fuck you up. You would look at that and just 
Okay, yeah. joke. Yeah. <laughs> okay, joke, let's go. And then <laughs> when you die, joke. you're owned by the weirdest animal. Everybody will laugh when they announce. And he was tragically killed by that platypus. And then by just, an adorable platypus. Like, it'll make the headline. He was tragically killed by a polar bear. Pretty rad. Right. His cuteness. Now, uh, I am fallible as the answer master, and that proves it. But that's very a uh, very good point and very fair play by the arbiter. So your next question. If you get experience points for kills, which animal has the highest level? I know. Yeah? Uh, my answer would be the horse, who is, I believe, at this point in the world, the, the quote, deadliest animal. Oh, uh, is that true? I think most people get killed uh, in horse accidents or, or kicked or trampled hmm. uh, more than any other animal. I think maybe second place would be dogs. See, well, one thing well, is, I don't know if I, I, I don't think it was mentioned, but I did, I did write, I was, I did author a book about shark facts. Okay. And so I think one of the quizzes I had was like, you know, here are the list of 10 animals that are really deadlier than a, than a shark bite by kills. And I think number one and two are, are horse and dog. But I'm going to okay. go with horse. Well, we'll see if the arbiter agrees, but the correct answer was mosquito. Oh. Mm. It's uh, maybe less direct, I guess. They're more, more or less carrying disease from person to person. Ooh. Whereas a horse is kicking you straight in the head and really getting that kill. Arbiter, mm -hmm. what's the call? Ooh, that's a tough Hor one. Horse or mosquito? Who is deadlier? Who is the deadliest warrior? Spartan versus ninja. Horses as the deadliest animal is way funnier than mosquito. That's, that's a very good point. We have another <laughs> element to think about. Is, uh, also, I like website. the directness. I like the directness of just the animal that is the most deadly has gotten that by kicking you straight in the head. Just, yeah. Just running out there. And I like the point that uh, one mosquito, like there are just so many more mosquitoes, which is why, but one mosquito doesn't wear it, which implies that one horse is out there just repeat kicking one dude after mm -hmm. another. One horse has like right. 50 kills under his belt. And, and I that, did frame the prompt as an RPG uh, thing. So mm. a lot of systems, you don't get the credit for the kill if they get killed by your dots. Yeah, so the that's true. So the mosquito bites you, you go off somewhere and die. It's not like the mosquito's somewhere going like, oh, sweet, I just leveled up. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah, your damage over time attack is not going to get you that experience. I got to go yeah. horse. I've been Yay! answer blasted. Yeah. Um, your next question. Using comic book logic, you're given all the powers of an animal. Which one comes with the most good and bad? Horse. <laughs> <laughs> Arbiter going for an early steal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, comic book logic. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, I'm going to go with the spider. Okay. So you would have like all of the combat spiders of Peter Parker, but like the grotesqueness of a spider. So no one would like you. Yes. I think, well, I think the spider itself has so many abilities, yet you're right. a spider. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Yep. Uh, the correct answer was dung beetle. <laughs> <laughs> I will concede. <laughs> That's perfect because you can you can roll your own food and live in it. Oh, Karen, you're gonna hate this. Uh, this game has a hidden trophy system, and you just won the fair enough trophy. And I know oh. you hate that. I know you hate that phrase, but that's yours now. The fair enough trophy <laughs> or conceding to the answer blaster. <sighs> <laughs> trophies too now i'm gonna be looking for those <laughs> oh. 
All I right. Hope you don't have a, a for what it's worth. I Wait, do I'm not have. I'm going to take a stab at a trophy right now. Hey, Sean, fuck you. <laughs> That's not on there. Damn, but fuck you too. <laughs> fuck you too. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, good guess. Good guess. I should have put that on there. Karen, the the final question in the name that animal category. Okay. Assuming all animals are capable of experiencing suffering, such as you oh, and I, okay. which which animal was most betrayed by God? And before you say dung beetle, in this hypothetical, we also assume that shit tastes delicious. Should I give my reason as I give my answer, or should I wait if for your like. correct answer? Okay. There's no rules. You're the answer blaster. All right. Okay, so let me blast this answer, which is um, the male anglerfish. Oh. You know, anglerfish oh, is like, yeah. I guess in Animal Crossing, it's the football fish where sure. it it's, has the dangling light and it lives in the deep sea. So mm-hmm. all of those instances where we see the anglerfish is actually the female because the male is so tiny, like tiny, like one centimeter tiny. And, and, and what they do is they, in order to uh, mate with the female, they bite onto the large male body anywhere and mm-hmm. they then get fused into, and they become a body part. Maybe this is not a bad idea, actually. This is not. <laughs> this maybe this is a good thing for some people. I Anyways. think a lot of people have their pants off now. Like, yeah, keep, talk- <laughs> keep talking. Yeah, what happens next? They 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 fuse and they become part of the female anglerfish, and the female anglerfish just has it dangling. Several of them dangling around um, oh, a, as kind of a, a, a sperm bank. It's a gang absorption. It is. Oh, man, maybe this is not... The, yeah, yeah, never mind. This, I, yeah. I take that, maybe that's <laughs> Talk yourself out of it. to be. Yeah, just absorbed in the art of lovemaking into mm. your mate. Yeah, you know, a an, female anglerfish... There's comic about that. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> A female anglerfish can swallow something twice as big as her. So try to imagine that, like, digesting a thing that's whatever, 200 pounds, and just over the course of many weeks. It sounds kind of miserable. But yeah. also, again, I might have talked myself into it. Well, I'll, I, don't I'll give you good, I don't have a good answer. I, I really, I, 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 you know, I'll just think, go with my original answer. Okay. The correct answer was emperor penguin, which they seem cuddly, Why? but their only survival ability is living somewhere too shitty for anything else to go there and hunt them. They sit there and huddle in the cold for months and months at a time while their true love is off somewhere else catching fish so she can come back and puke it up in the maybe the baby that they have after like eight months of frigid cold. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows where the baby came from? But yeah, I think if you look at it from a perspective of are these penguins capable of boredom and suffering, like the March of the Penguins is a really sad film. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, they got a they got a lady hawk. It. I mean, you only ever see That's true. the other one when you're tagging out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they sound like losers. <laughs> fuck you, penguins. Is that a trophy? And if you fuck watch you penguins, God, I wish. Uh, <laughs> such a lack of foresight. This is part of that. This is just the first time we do the game. Next time we'll have a fuck you penguins trophy. Okay, okay. I'm, um, I'm writing that. Well, I'm, I'm remembering that. So, uh, arbiter, uh, it's going to come down to your personal taste. Uh, the suffering of a penguin or the suffering of a male anglerfish, or, which is or more powerful erotic anglerfish. Or remember, <laughs> this might be an opportunity for you to steal. <laughs> I gotta go penguin. Gotta go penguin. Ooh, go All right, penguin. so you ended that round with 12 points. Very respectable, I think. It's the first time anyone's done a round of this. Ah, oh, uh, shit, so that was the last. I should have stolen. 
Oh, <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Brockway, uh, do you remember the categories? Was there one that uh, you're all ready to pick? Uh, should I read them again? The movie one. Let's do the movie one. Okay. Karen and Brockway at the movies. Woo! Uh, your first question, answer blaster Brockway. What is the best superhero movie? Very simple prompt. I was able to research it. I know the exact correct answer. Using any metric. The best superhero movie. But now I have to guess what metric you used. The research would bear out Spider-Man 2? The correct answer is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes! Sounds like the Arbiter agrees. Yeah, I agree too. Completely agree. I agree that it was better, but I was shooting for for what those idiots out there. um, It does have the highest uh, critical rating uh, and the highest... User rating at Rotten Tomatoes. It seems like everyone loved that movie. I've probably seen it 50 times because my daughter loves it. But yeah, I would agree. I think it's my favorite superhero movie. And, and I, Academy Award winning. And yes. I also get partial points for getting the Spider-Man franchise. No. <laughs> no partial points. <laughs> Damn it. No trophy for that kind of weaseling either. No I'm weasel shooting trophy. for the weasel trophy. <laughs> what? Where are all your fucking trophies? No weasels, no fuck penguins, no fuck you, Sean. Like, I'm, I'm out of ideas. Those are my Keep three trying. ideas. You're on the right track. There's a whole cluster of fuck you trophies. You just haven't quite hit them yet. Uh, your next question. The opposite of the first one almost. What's the worst Rambo? What's the worst Rambo? Uh, whichever one where he goes to Mexico. <laughs> Yeah, the correct answer is Last Blood, and that's uh, exactly right. So that's um, okay. That better be the right one. <laughs> <laughs> that is a uh, such a miserable movie. If I might have actually mentioned this in the podcast, but he goes there every every character in the movie dies except for Rambo, and he really cares about them, so he's really sad. He uh, gets completely clowned by like a Mexican street gang. He just like walks into their territory, and they immediately capture him and beat him up. Uh, then he sets a bunch of comically impossible traps, and they all fall into them. And then he murders them while they're in the traps, like just gruesomely. Like, let's get the camera up on that guy and watch like 40 bullets just shoot into his already dead body. And um, and what year was this? That was like last year. <laughs> like that was yeah. real recent. Long yeah, after so we Rambo, knew better. So we know what Rambo killing Mexicans is about in that movie. Yes. How many a- Rambos are there? Uh, five. Okay. Uh, and That's the other ones, uh, one is... Uh, critically acclaimed, great. First Blood is fantastic. Second one is uh, he basically goes back to Vietnam and wins Vietnam. So it's very 80s. <laughs> yeah. uh, like it's We're like gonna ins- correct America's mistake. insecurity as a yeah. film. But also awesome because I'm an insecure American. So fuck yeah. Uh, three is very bad. He like helps the Taliban. Uh, then four is super awesome. He goes to Burma and just wrecks the... Uh, just runs wild on, on the Burmese war criminals uh moving on though though very popular they shouldn't make a ride out of this movie that's your prompt rockway what's a very popular movie they should never make a ride out of shawshank redemption (laughs) i like that answer the correct answer was silence of the lambs so we're going to go to the arbiter (laughs) i think well hold on i think shawshank redemption is a much worse ride than silence of the lambs it's like two two days of digging. I think the I, I think there would be a bucket drop, like you get in a big bucket, and then the, it's kind of an inverse of that catapult thing that shoots you up. Like you, there's drop. a bucket drop in the Silence of the Lambs ride too. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, I think <laughs> I, I think that would be fun. I think oh, that I would see. be a good. I think you could make a good ride out of that. I don't think there's any fun to be had out of a Shawshank Redemption. See, I feel like Shawshank Redemption gives you the the correct venue and scale for a mm. ride. One hundred percent. You need. You would need to have a tunnel of shit. A tunnel. You okay. can right. look through the cells. Um, I imagine, like you know, old seventies animatronics as you pass by the okay. warden's office, and you know he he you know shoots himself. Um, and then you have like the tunnel of tunnel of poop that you go through. Yeah, and you would, then at you the would end, have to drive through a tunnel of shit. Yeah, and then you, at, at the end you have it's almost like a flume ride where you have the big splash, yeah, and that means absolutely. like you've made it. You're outside. The rain is cleaning you off, and then uh, you know then you you get out of your your vehicle and and have a good. See, I I I mm-hmm, would mm-hmm. say, mm, coming out with I pink wanted, eye. Can I do a steal? Let's hear it. I think the worst ride. Okay, so let me think, let me think, let me think. Um, (laughs) I think the worst ride would be, ah, maybe that's a good ride. Mm. (laughs) You always talk yourself out of it. I, you know what? I'm gonna. This is a okay. So this is a movie, and I don't. I mean, the only reason why I'm kind of hesitant to, to share is because I don't know if a lot of people have 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 seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is the Bjork movie, Dancer in the Dark. Okay. And that is a movie where you watch <laughs> oh, once. So abysmal. And you never want to watch again. I guess maybe. But what would the ride is... look like? Take me through the ride. Yeah, let's hear it. The ride, I mean, it's terrible. You just can't make a ride out of it. I feel like, I mean, there, there's the end where, you know, spoilers, um, Bjork, she she gets hung. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, maybe that's that's a drop ride. No, that's too grim. No, it's just such a sad movie. <laughs> it's beautiful and it's haunting. And I don't think it should be made into a ride. Like, mm-hmm. you have to protect your kid. You're a single mom. The, the person you work for, you trust, betrays you. And then, you know, you mm-hmm. being a good person doesn't want to rat them out. Then you get, you know, slapped with a death penalty. No, no, no. Yeah. If you would have made the hanging of Bjork the a drop ride, <laughs> I would have given it to you. But uh, as it is, I think you, you found a movie that would be difficult to turn into a ride, but not necessarily mm. like something you should specifically avoid. I, okay. So no I steal. You tried? I tried. It was a good effort. Um, next question for the answer blaster. Name the three raddest vampire movies. Mm. Raddest vampire movies. Uh, John Carpenter's Vampires. <laughs> Recently uh, watched that. Does not hold up. It rules. James Wood looks, John, at and says, James looks to Dracula and says, has your dick work? Good. Yeah. It fucking, it's the best. I will not accept that that he, does not hold up. Tortures one of the other heroes. Yeah, <laughs> like a, it's fucking great. He's, I think he's just playing himself. I think it's James Woods playing himself. I know, right. and it, and it so, rules. John Carpenter's Vampires? Uh, 30 Days of Night. Okay. And, oh man, Blood Red Sky. It's probably not on there, but it should oh. be. That was so good. Fantastic. Well, the correct answer was Blade Two from Dusk Till Dawn and Lost Boys. So we're going to go to the Arbiter. Oh! I, I actually wrote down, just so I have notes, um, I wrote down Dawn to Dusk as well. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, I think Salma Hayek 
did weird things to my adolescence and mm-hmm. also uh, uh Cheech, Cheech did not do weird things but that was a great kind of speech um that he did um Blade 2 mm-hmm. that I I really like Blade 1 what happened in Blade 2 Sean Blade 2 I liked because they stopped giving so much of a fuck like Blade 1 is like we're going to make the coolest vampire movie and Blade 2 it's like what if half of it was pro wrestling and we had CGI ninjas, and uh, I really I love the the attitude of that. Mm. So again, that's personal okay. choice. As the answer master, uh, I'm allowed a lot of leeway. Also, good good soundtrack for all of them mm-hmm. for all of the Blade movies. Um, I, I also should down... make note: I had John Carpenter's vampires in my parentheticals, meaning I could slot it into the game should I choose to at the last minute. Because hmm. I do love John Carpenter's vampires despite it just being miserable to look at now. Brock, can you give me your three again? Uh, 30 Days of Night and Blood Red oh, Sky. They're all fucking badass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No well, God. was raddest. I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm disappointed that both of you guys didn't put uh, What We Do in Shadows, which mm-hmm. I, <laughs> yeah, which I you know, it's, it's rad. It, you know, it's funny, <laughs> but maybe it's not rad. And if yeah. we're going by rad, mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna. Would side it wear with... sunglasses and skateboard? I don't no, I, I would side with you, Brockway. I think you, I think, I think the, the movies you chose are, are, are a little bit tad more rad. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I feel like I lost you at Blade 2, and that's, that's the risk of this game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the final question in your category, Brockway. <clears throat> you have to build a house using only copies of one movie's soundtrack. What is it? Now think about everything you'd need that to be. You'd need it to be uh, ubiquitous, uh, durable, uh, rad. It would help if it was rad. Whatever you want out of a building material. Mm. That's your prompt. Uh, if it has to be ubiquitous. Right. If you, if you pick Dancer in the Dark, you might only be able to get like nine copies of Dancer yeah, in the I'd Dark. Yeah, I'd have to get and a lot of copies, but probably I would need a lot of copies back in circulation. I'm going to say Pulp Fiction. <gasps> That's oh. The correct answer was Purple Rain. Oh, I don't think anybody's I... given that up. How am, how am I going to find those? <laughs> but it is one of the top selling albums of all time. There's like know, 20 million out there. Would, if anybody sold that or got rid of that. That's true. They're, they're a dead person. They're dead inside. Right, or they heard I, about this project and they wanted someone to live in a house made entirely. Uh, I didn't think about albums. charity, human charity, right? In bank yes. on that, I thought it would have to be just picking up the drag. <laughs> I thought a lot of people would invest in Pulp Fiction, which is a good soundtrack, but a lot of people would probably get rid of it. Sure. And also, it came at a time where people were still listening to some people were still listening cassette tapes. So mm-hmm. now you have multiple formats to right. build your house. Yep. Uh, my my first my first preferred answer was was Pulp Fiction as well. Okay, so uh, Arbiter goes with Brockway on this one. Nice. Okay. Well done. So, I've adjusted the points. I was keeping score wrong in the first round. So uh, we now have Karen with ten and Brockway with thirteen. Whoa! I know. Mm. Uh, so, Karen, do you remember the categories, or should I read them out again? Can you read them out again? We got combo mash-em-ups, culture and crime, fun and games, advanced biology, the art of acting, history of television, and arts and entertainment. I love TV. I didn't. I didn't grow up in America, so I feel like there's there's going to be some holes. But let's let's do television. <laughs> All right, history of television. 
Uh, the first question, it's weird no one ever made a good show about this. It's weird no one ever made a good show about this. It's a big question. Karen Chu thinking about why no one ever made a good show about this. This soundtrack. I choose this soundtrack. Wow, you know, but I'm <laughs> the like... The Dogs of 9000 soundtrack. I feel like anything can be made into a good show. Mm-hmm. Which is why it's weird no one made it about what? What do you call it? Not cobbling, but... Um, cord waning. Cord, cord waning. I don't know if that'd be a great show, but... See, I'm thinking about hobbies. I'm like, okay, well, you know... Mm-hmm. You I could think like about... every every arts and craft hobby now has their own show, and they're all enthralling. Mm-hmm. Um, then it would be... Then is like, is okay, there well, any emphasis on good? As if to imply... Uh, Perhaps that's overstepping, as if to imply a show has been made, but they, or maybe multiple shows, but none of them have been good. Sure, you could take it that way, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Sean Baby Trap. <laughs> okay, I'm going to then go with something that everybody hates doing. Okay. Uh, which uh, is filing tax paperwork. Okay. And I can't think of anybody, uh, A, <clears throat> wanting to make a show about that, B, having an audience who think that'd be very interesting to watch. Right. And go uh, ahead. The the correct answer was Conan the Barbarian. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A good show. So there have been shows. (laughs) I knew that was a show. (laughs) You guys have been on a Conan roll. (laughs) We love Conan. Uh, I I thought about Conan most of this quiz while I was putting this together. I see. I see. You're saying... There's only been bad shows and nobody has made a good version of the show, right. which is rife with things that are perfect for TV. Agreed. Yes. Mm. By now, we should have had a good... Yeah. Unpredictability. Hunks. Yeah. Defiance of Karen's story norms. Yeah. Rampant murder. It's a perfect show. <laughs> but don't you feel like... Don't you feel like that's that kind of vibe has been now overdone? You know, we had Xena... We had Too the Hercules plotted. show. We we have sure. Game of Thrones and Vikings and all of that kind of like I rugged, f- you know, wild fantasy man show. And it's it's just too saturated. I, here's what I would like about a Conan show is like the complete structurelessness of Conan's life. Like you don't need to have, oh, here I am following up Killing. on previous story. It's just like. He wakes up, he doesn't know where he is. And like, you can just, as a good writer could take that and do whatever they want. He could wake up in an arena pit. He could wake up in a spider pit. It doesn't matter. You know, plus there's a, there's the whole fact that he will also stumble into storylines and then just, nah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So like you could set up, you could start like an episode with sort of a cold open of there, there being a clear storyline. And then the real episode is Conan wanders off and he just like gets drunk in the desert somewhere. And then that's the episode. And you he, feel like that's that's good to watch? Yes. That's yes. great to watch. 100%. Think of the the commentary you could make on uh, tropes. Like he could walk into like a town that's doing sort of a Magnificent Seven thing, right? And only now it's, what if Conan walked in and fucked up your Magnificent Seven plot? And that's fun for me. I see. I see. You have <laughs> kind chaos. of like a, like a, you remember John Ritter, Stay Tuned? It's He's kind of jumping from other people's stories and shows and kind of inserting himself in. Mm. Okay, sure. I don't know. Quantum. So we're going to go to the Arbiter. Uh, Karen 
thinks it's weird no one ever made a good show about taxes. And I think it's weird no one ever made a good show about Conan. Oh, I've already clearly sided with yeah. with Sean. <laughs> Are you feeling ganged up on here, Karen? No, 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 no. I should, I should have uh, read the question or listened to the question uh, more carefully. <laughs> well, I think However, uh, this next one, uh, you're well prepared for. Just go with your gut. Okay. The, pro- the prompt is, fuck this TV show. Go with my gut. Fuck this TV show. You could even say fuck this show to my hypothetical Conan show that I just pitched. No, because I feel like you've th- you 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 thought about that uh, a lot, and and I want to appreciate uh, all, all of the effort that you've you've considered, and I think that, I think that that deserves some sort of merit. Fuck this TV show. <laughs> oh man, go with my gut. You know, as of a week ago, two weeks ago, it'd be Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, that. But. Things, but things have changed. So, so you know, I kind of uh, want to reel that that fuck back in, and <laughs> fuck this TV show. Go with my gut. Now I'm like trying to like read between the lines. There's no read between the lines. I just, what's your personal opinion on a show that's just like that? That shouldn't be. That that made the world a worse place. It's got to be that weird Netflix dating show where the people are cosplaying oh, yeah. as like animal hybrids. Right. Um, um. At first, I thought it was funny, but then once I the promo started reeling, I was like, "This is so unnecessary." It's yeah. it's it's kind of you know dehumanizing, haha. But like, it's just no. It's it's kind of cruel in a way. Yeah, I agree. That fuck that show. Uh, the correct answer was Entourage. So we're gonna oh. go to the arbiter. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. They're both good. Uh, I think the <laughs> they're timeliness. Both grotesque shows with dolphin people in them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck Entourage, certainly. But I also feel like enough enough cultural blowback has happened that uh, Entourage will never happen again. Mm-hmm. That, that's mm-hmm. just the optimist in me, hoping for the better uh, better human nature to come through. Mm-hmm. But I we have a question. I've never watched seasons. Entourage. Um, I know mm-hmm. kind of the premise, but like, it, did I miss a, a cultural beat? Or did I, like, is there a reason why it... it it should be hated other than the fact that it's about like it really was like dudes it was sort of like the douchebag character like imagine five different ways and then they all get together and uh they're all just kind of douches in a in a in a like i say a different way they they're they're characters but uh they they kind of play off each other uh the female characters are all just kind of like either the voice of reason or like a sex object mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's really it's a troubling show. Like you watch it and you're like, this, this fucking sucks. Like, uh, I, I used to go out with this girl and it would like wreck her psychologically. Cause she would watch that show and she would project the things she hated about it, like onto me and like all of men. And like, we would tend to fight after that show was on. If it was like on anywhere in the house. And, uh, like that's when it, it has this sort of insidious, like, uh, disgusting nature to it where you watch that and you just sort of hate dudes and you hate LA and you hate, people in general and so uh yeah i guess that's it why. really inspired and influenced a generation of douchebags of, yeah. of, really? of, i would argue I no influential idea. douchebags like douchebags that are perhaps just now truly coming into power uh all yeah. bonded over entourage 
Right. And really? so maybe it's not responsible for how bad the world is, <laughs> but it's responsible for how bad the world is about to be. The the movie started, if I remember, with Johnny Drama. Uh, he like looked over at a boat full of hot girls and he said, it was, I think, the opening line of the movie, I might, at least one of the early lines. He goes, I might have to jerk off before I get on the boat, <laughs> which is like just to lay it out, like the kind of people who wrote that and starred in it. So. Uh, but you don't you don't think it's like the writers wrote them in that way to to expose the grossness. But I it's don't because they, think they, so. they're reveling in in the grossness. I sensed none of that. I, um, I had no idea it was that popular, nor it was, you know, it just, I had zero interest in it. That's why. Yeah. yeah. Well, now, am, am I allowed to be swayed by the arguments of, course. of, of the yeah. answer master? Of the answer master. That's a big part of this game. Okay. Because I came well, into but, this but then, actually going the, to give it to Karen, but now I'm like, oh, maybe Entourage is worse. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if we're talking about like societal in, impact. Sure, I mean that's an older show, and and you know it's 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 legacy is a little bit more, um, you know, there compared to the, the dolphin person, uh, dating show on Netflix. But I feel like that could that could wreck some brains too. I mean mm-hmm. that's I, I get it's what they mean. Certainly built some fetishes that people probably didn't need. Yeah, right. but I also think like, you know, what's the point? What really is the point? I mean, if they're going to be like, oh, okay, well, you know, love is blind and, and you know, right. if it's a real connection, then why why do you have to subject people into dressing, you know, like eight hours of makeup to become a troll in mm-hmm. this like fake environment? And, and, and I want to state the obvious. They're yeah. not, re- they're, they're, they're like, you know, they're actors. They're not really like people looking for love. Sure. Okay. Right. Okay. I've, I have. I have a question that will decide my answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karen, have you seen episodes of this this Beast dating show? Yes. Okay. Were all of the people under that makeup objectively hot? Yes. Uh-huh. 100%. Your show wins. <laughs> all right. That makes it worse. Congratulations. It really does. I was even going to say that. I was going to make the case for you that like the makeup was so useless because they're all hot. Yeah, if yeah. they're all hot anyway, if, then why did we do this? What's the point of this? Right. If they mix in a normal be... number of ugly people, but you also can tell they're super fit. Like, none of them are in fat yeah. suits. So you can tell, like, even if they're not super hot, like, they're going to look pretty good naked, you know? Then this you, whole thing was just for nothing. It was, And you yeah, could so tell, you even through that, that meticulous panda mm-hmm. uh, fur and makeup, that underneath all that is a hot person. Right. Like, you can tell. Yep. Yep. And some of them they made like look uglier than others. Like someone that would get like a cute like panda monster thing, but then others would get like this evil witch with like asymmetrical face. And you're like, oh, that's super ugly. That means the person's extra hot because they were like not, they were so not insecure about their hotness. They're like, yeah, 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 dog me up. Let's do it. Fuck this show. Yeah. Fuck that show. All right. Um, I agree. Um, Another one I want you to just go with your gut. Um, I can't believe they made this show. It's similar in theme, but different from Can fuck you use the, show. the same answer twice in a row. <laughs> I don't see why not. Okay, okay, I I got a good one, and you know, I and I I want to radiate positivity. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they made the show, and I can't believe it is one of for me and many maybe many other people probably one of the best TV franchises of all time, which to mm-hmm. me is the Great British. Bake Off. 
Okay. It is a show whose premise is literally uh, what they call like village baking or like fair baking. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just like a, a hometown if you, you know, for, for, for villages in Britain for like, you know, like a home baker, they go to like a fair and enter in their cakes and stuff, but they've turned it into this feel good competition show where everybody's nice mm-hmm. um the hosts are nice you learn so much about like the beauty of baking and yeah. with the best soundtrack that completely reminds me of viva pinata where it's just That's true very calming yes and i you know i i thought i was crazy when i first watched the show i go this is the viva pinata <laughs> soundtrack um, maybe it is maybe it isn't maybe it's just close but i can't believe they made a show about quaint british people baking mm-hmm. and it has been the source of joy for the past half decade in my life and i have known a that's lot true. of people who also watch that show that's my answer okay uh my answer and it always has been since it premiered and it will be until i die cop rock oh <laughs> i've heard i've seen youtube clips yeah. about that can't believe they made cop rock i will never believe they made cop rock oh why did it sh- come it was up amazing I'm going to try to steal. Okay. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the one I've always just, sometimes I just sit in the dark at night and think about it. <laughs> uh, Rubik the Amazing Cube. Oh, The 80s shit. cartoon. That is, that is they, exceptional, yeah. Where they made a cartoon about Rubik's Cubes. And you would never, like right away, you're like, what? You can't do that. But then they also, it's not even like th- this Rubik cube. Rubik's Cube is... It's like magic, and it's the device we use to do to solve puzzles or shift the world or whatever. They made it an actual creature, right? With like a face and shit, and it's just—it's a nightmare, and it's so strange. You know what? Can't Hold believe on. they made that show. I'm gonna give you the steal for that because hell yeah, I do think that because that was back when they made uh, shows out of any property they could, right? So uh, let's do Cubert, let's do Frogger, let's do uh, whatever. But like that was such a bridge too far. So oh obviously, oh my god, now I'm like, looking it up. <laughs> I cannot yeah. believe this is real. It, you know, it kind of looks like Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, it has to be like this. Has to be the high water mark for that. That like we'll make shows out of anything where they made this and we're just like, oh fuck, we got to stop doing this. We really got to <laughs> say no to something. Wow, the Rubik and Rubik the Amazing Cube Rubik with a registration. They got to get the licensing. Right. Wow. Because he's not Creepy like little face and feet. the weird old guy who invented this puzzle And it was a bad cartoon. Cube. Or it was, was it like a nothing cartoon? It was just completely inexplicable. Yeah. That it could and did exist. I'm not um, doing too well in this category, but but it's 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 fun to, to learn from you guys. <laughs> yeah, you're learning so much today <laughs> about Cop Rock and Entourage. What is the worst TV show to watch with your parents? And, um... You'll have a different perspective on this, I suppose, since, you know, are your parents, are your parents uh, still in Taiwan? Or are they in America? They in- spend most of their time in, in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Um, do they watch American television? Like, would you watch do. the same shows? Okay. They okay. do. I mean, God, my mom is like, I don't know. I don't she, you know. She, she watches like Blacklist Okay. Uh, loves Lucifer. I, you know, I, I'm very surprised at her her TV taste. What is okay. the worst show to watch with There's your parents? A lot of factors to consider. 
you know, I'm, at first I was like, okay, it has to be something like sexy or sex related. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now we're kind of all adults. I remember going to watch um, maybe the first scary movie uh, with my mom in the theater. And there's that scene where he like ejaculates like a lot. And I was like, wow, this is really awkward. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I think now that we're all adults, it's it's probably a little bit okay. What is the We can worst? all share a nice ejaculate joke with our folks sure (laughs) or when discuss it afterwards (laughs) or when a dick goes through keenan ivory wayne's brain (laughs) you're like yeah oh that's right oh my gosh uh worst movie to watch with your parents worst tv show Worst, t- oh, sorry, worst TV show to watch with my parents. Uh, you know, I'm going to go with a little bit of a boring answer, but it's definitely true. I think watching watching Game of Thrones with mm-hmm. any parent right. um, is going to be a drag. Uh, not because it's, you know, overtly violent. Uh, you know, the incest doesn't help. Um, yep. but, but for me, it's... It's so complicated and it's so lengthy and there's so much relations and characters to get <laughs> Who straight. Who was that guy? Who was that guy? I, again? Yes, that? that's exactly like. So why are they going there? Who's that guy? You know, that's calling really them by guy. different names because they can't remember the names or the lands, um, and be like, "Wait, how come? I thought this person's what was this person's sister, and and what you right. know, and that." That to me sounds a complete. But he's doing terrible nightmare. things to her. <laughs> nightmare. You shouldn't to, do to that do with it. your sister. <laughs> well, this might be just me as the answer master's personal experience, but the worst TV oh. show to watch with my parents: The News. <laughs> oh, why? For about many years now. Oh, uh, my mother's very conservative, and so uh, anything coming on the TV, I have to hear the spin of how, like, you know, the media is. Sure, there's that, there's, you know, just the just sort of vague fascism of, of her beliefs that sort of, it's it's not good. It's it's a real problem, is my point. Oh, I had and no I, idea, I think I'm sorry. It's not that big a deal. It's just, it's just frustrating every single time I talk to her. But other than that, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, as the, as the arbiter, I am going with Karen on this one. Uh, okay. Not, not just to spite you. <laughs> but uh but, but you've been there right you've you've been there where your parents are texting you with the wrong names and the actors and, and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah i thought gosh. that was a uh, that was a great point that won me over but also it's just more universal like i think if for example if you watch the news with your parents may it would be perhaps a totally different experience if i watched the news with my parents we would all just be miserable but in a different way just be mm-hmm. we would all agree with each other and right and and, and want to rally against this thing <laughs> whereas i think it would be universal i think if sean if you watched game of thrones with your mom it would be the same miserable experience that it would be for all of us that's true it with our parents so yeah, i and i, I have watched go. game of thrones with my mom and it is it, it is a little awkward yeah i think the, the just universal aspect of that mm-hmm. answer that applies overall so, all right. It's a great point. Uh, the final question. Karen, I want the most uplifting television theme song of all time and oh. then the saddest television theme song of all time. <sighs> okay. Okay. So I got, I got two uh, immediately. Uh, 
One is Growing Pains. Mm-hmm. Show me that smile. And uh, Show however, me that smile. Kirk Cameron's in that show, so it makes me want to choose another show. Um, And that show would be Perfect Strangers. And I think that theme song, Standing Tall, that's that's just uplifting. On the wings of my dreams. On the wings of my dreams. That is that is my that is my final answer. All right, but now you have to come up with the saddest television theme song. Oh. <laughs> I liked how you said that. Saddest. Like, is it gonna like? There's a there's a lot of shows out there with like a melancholic theme song. Or you could use um, Growing Pains. <laughs> well, I mean, I I'm kind of thinking like, okay, well, now knowing a little bit about you, like, would it be like? The theme song to Infowars or something. <laughs> like, like, that's that'd true. Be very, that'd <laughs> yeah, that's, be very that's, sad. This, is, Another this whole podcast yeah. is just Sean exploring his like parental <laughs> issues. <laughs> it's just woven. Every answer is woven back to it. Um, He's like, no, mom, Antifa won't kill you unless you're the fa. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you just uh, call me? <laughs> I'm going to say, you know, sad and haunting, I would say Mad Men is a RGD2 kind of theme. But I feel, Mm -hmm. but but I don't know if a lot of people know that, you know, like, I don't know if people know that theme song. So I'm thinking It's a pretty popular show. Okay. 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 So you've got uh, Perfect Strangers and Mad Men, but the correct answer is Greatest American Hero and M.A.S.H., Oh, see, oh, Mash! Oh, Mash. you got me with Mash. You had, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> My answer was a uh, step by step. I love that theme song; it's so good. And uh, and Mash, of course. Yeah, it's suicide is painless with the suicide oh, is painless. Their wacky comedy, and nobody caught on to that for the longest time, which was oh. great. It was How very come nobody vibe with the watches? Show. Nobody wa- that's There should be like a you know, people should be watching Mash more. I would think people should be rediscover that every few years, but they don't. I feel like I, I watched it when I was a little kid and just Me had too. no idea I, I, why anyone liked it. I didn't even know what war they right. were. You know what I mean? Like, I was yeah. like, okay, that's Alan Elder. He looks pretty goofy. Jamie Farr yeah. looks pretty goofy. Um, it wasn't until, like, one episode of uh, Futurama where they kind of uh, made a satire that I was like, oh, it is a depressing show that they're trying, you right. know, where all the cast members are using humor while they're... You know, they're, well, they're doctors and helping yeah. you. Know, oh, now I get it. Here's how bad the American education system is. <laughs> uh, I thought they made up the Korean War. That's amazing. To, because they didn't want to talk show? about. Right. Yeah, they because they didn't want to talk about Vietnam. So this was like their, their workaround oh, to talk about my... Vietnam without talking about Vietnam. Until I was like 20. <laughs> Rockway, you win. <laughs> You win. Yeah, I'll give you a point that. for that. That wasn't the question. I know, <laughs> I know, but that's is... giving Brockway a point. <laughs> There's no trophy oh, for that, but um, that's the "fuck you, Brockway" trophy, the one that I said didn't exist earlier, but now it now it exists. You made one just for me. Yes. So um, let's do another round, Brockway. Your turn to pick a category. What are the categories? One more time. Combo mashemups, culture and crime, fun and games. 
Advanced Biology, The Art of Acting, and Arts and Entertainment. Just fun and games. Let's end on fun and games. Mm. All right. That's great. Okay, uh, your first one. Worst possible answer if the category's category is dessert and you roll the D. In the rules <sighs> of category, it has to be unique because if somebody else does the same thing, then, then you lose. So you're trying to come up with a dessert that starts with D that fails in some way. Dick juice? Uh, Dick juice is a good answer. of natural harvest and his, <laughs> his, right. his whole uh, jizz in the panna cotta ethos. Right. Oh, Karen, um, you're learning a lot today. Here's another thing you can learn. Yeah, is I'm, I'm kind of... I reviewed a book called Natural Harvest that was about recipes you could make with semen inside of them. And no. it was not ironic. It was a dude with a very specific fetish who was trying to normalize it. And uh, yeah, he just jizzed in a lot of food. And that was the cookbook. The panna cotta still haunts me. Just, yeah, it's nightmare. The one that got I, me was You know, the, at first I was like, maybe it's like a survivalist thing right, but then no. if, if i'm a survivalist what you're not you know, making panna i'm not yeah exactly i'm not making a, a anything fancy <laughs> uh the i had diarrhea um diarrhea was the correct answer so we're gonna go to the arbiter uh karen it gives me great pleasure to ask you dick juice or diarrhea mm. <laughs> gotta be a trophy for this you know what People actually do ingest dick juice, so I'm going to go with Sean uh, for diarrhea <laughs> All right. on this, one. And on that, this that, one. They're both terrible desserts, though. Uh, Rockway, which board game has the darkest origin story? If you oh. have to make it up, you have to make it up. I almost remember the actual answer, but I can't place which one it is. So I'm going to say it's about mousetrap and... and the wrongly incarcerated. Mousetrap was, was based on false imprisonment. Okay. The correct answer is Monopoly. It was made by a woman uh, in the early 1900s to demonstrate the dangers of capitalism. And then it was stolen from her by a capitalist mm -hmm. and sold to Parker Brothers. That's, and, That's not the one I had in mind. <laughs> right. And so then it started to become successful. And so then they went to the original lady and said, hey, we want to buy your board game. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. I worked so hard on this game and I have so many more ideas for you. And they gave her 500 bucks. And uh, pretty much that was the end of that. And then she discovered that they just bought it. So she couldn't sue them once she discovered that her other her game had been retitled as Monopoly and given out to everybody. So that's actually the, the darkest board game history. I almost had Candyland, which was uh, invented by a woman in a polio ward. To play with the that's polio what children. Is. That's what that's I was trying what, yeah, to think of, but I couldn't remember which board game it was. I was thinking shoots and ladders. Oh, but yes. I couldn't remember what it was. But yeah, I was thinking of Candyland. Yeah, well. But you know, sounds... of course, Mousetrap is about false imprisonment, and it was made by a man who uh, who died in prison for a crime he did not commit, and that was mm -hmm. uh, his protest to innocence. Well, uh, Arbiter, do you believe that? And would you um, give him credit for that? I, you know what? I'm going to go with Monopoly uh, for several reasons. First reason is I feel like it tears people apart just playing yeah, the game. It's a terrible game. Uh, for having so many rules and, and house rules and different versions. And also it's so long. Um, yeah. The second, you know, the set was the, the number two is, is the history and the mm -hmm. origin of the lady. And third, uh, you know, I think we used to live in san francisco 
the whole rent thing is just it's it's such a a pain in my 20s living paycheck to paycheck uh we were game journalists so it's not like we were getting paid that much uh and it just it's kind of like we got we gotta (laughs) make rent we gotta make rent and just oh my god that those were those uh, you know those were very tough days and which is the reason Mm -hmm. why i feel like we had to go to a lot of like game launches and parties not because you know we want to have a good time it's because it's catered yeah free dinner yeah um and so i'm gonna you know that that for me it's it's monopoly uh i i want to preface this by saying i don't genuinely believe it i am searching for a trophy (laughs) this is bullshit are you kidding me you guys are ganging up on me (laughs) that's not a trophy damn it uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> haven't found a single one. They're very hidden. And I might have lost track of some shit. So, <laughs> uh, your next question. The most hotness and talent in one person? John Hamm. Oh, that's a, it's a good answer. The correct answer? Dolly Parton. Oh, that's a good answer, too. Arbiter? I, yeah. Kind of mad at them both, though, for being just... They seem like they're genuinely nice people, and then they're also absolutely beautiful. And mm-hmm. then I saw like John Hamm on Saturday Night Live. I think was the first time I saw him, and I was like, "You can't, you can't be funny. Can't also too. be funny. funny you can't yeah. also be like impeccably funny. You yeah. fucking asshole. What an, ass- what an piece asshole. Of shit. I wouldn't say any of that about Dolly Parton though. Like that's I wouldn't either. Dolly but yeah. I imagine maybe if I if I was like, how dare she female. in many ways? But like, yeah. <laughs> She's the best. You can't also be super <laughs> nice and like trying to make the world a better place. What is your problem? <laughs> Anyone else, if they named a theme park after themselves, would be like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Walt Disney, <laughs> fuck you. Dolly Parton? No. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Dolly Parton invested in, in the COVID vaccine. Mm-hmm. Uh what can well, you know and well i think recently it was her like anniversary for her playboy cover yeah. shoot and she she got back into a, a little bunny outfit and man she looks yeah. amazing absolutely would just if you're listening dolly you're you're on my celebrity list we could right, make I'm it happen i'm kind of mad at her now i'm thinking about it and i'm kind of pissed off <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, i would have also accepted prince uh but brockway your next question the worst Summer Olympics event. <laughs> Ooh, so we can't, summer. There's so Ooh, many that I can't... There's even, so yeah. many winter ones, but like... Yeah, yeah you can't... <sighs> curling is kind of the obvious one. It's just such a ludicrous thing. I didn't want... I wanted to make sure we didn't just land on curling or biathlon. Where you just biathlon. sort of ski for a little while and shoot something. It's ludicrous. All right. What's the deal with See, all these I, Olympic I sports? Uh, yeah, I don't care about sports. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't watch the Olympics. I don't care about the Olympics. And they this keep is... adding new things, and I hear about them in a story, and then it, the, how ridiculous it is that they've added them. And I have no dog in that race, so it doesn't, like, stick. So I genuinely don't have any idea what is and is not actually <laughs> in the Summer Olympics. Okay. Just going to take a stab. Hacky sacking. <laughs> Hacky sacking. The wait, correct wait, answer... Wait. Okay. Wait, Wait, are you are is this is this assuming this is already a sport that's in the Olympics and you're saying it's it's bad or you're just yeah up I'm just assuming activity? I'm just okay. assuming it's in the Olympics and that mm-hmm. would be my pick for the worst but alternate sub in uh, yeah think frisbee about it, golf think about it. frisbee golf 
I don't think either of those are in the Summer Olympics. Ah. But uh, the correct answer is equestrian dressage. That's in the Olympics? Yeah, it is. (laughs) I mean. Yeah. Is it the worst or is it the best? It's so impossible. Make it, watching horses take tiny steps? That's, that's, come on, that rules. I would watch that a million times over hacky sacking, which is, again, a real, a real event, uh, and nobody look it up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to attempt to steal. Okay, let's hear it. Race walk. Oh, race walking. Shit. Have you guys seen race? It's yeah. not running. You're it's right. just walking really fast. I, and I know it, you know, I'm not, not to insult all of the, the athletes, race walker athletes out there, but like, I, I know it involves some, types of skill and stamina an intense amount of discipline like you have to take every step heel to toe or you're like disqualified right yeah but it just it looks it looks so strange it looks like you know like my mom going on a jog (laughs) you know what i mean you know with a fanny pack and with like a visor and it's like it It looks like uh like tex avery's like motion uh like like someone came into the office and said, i need you to walk like an asshole so i can like get the animation right yeah like is it <laughs> like an animation model for like a 40s cartoon yeah where the hips like hips are swaying strangely yeah. uh so i i think race walk and and the, the the crazy thing about race walk is there's it's not just race walking there there's so many distances like running there's like right you know x kilometer or x meter uh, race walking. The fact that there's so many race walking events is it blows my mind. I'd love like a 20 meter race walk. <laughs> like, just, like get to one side of the room to the other while walking like an asshole. I'd love it. Uh, I'm gonna give you that steal. I think oh, horse, horses walking like an asshole is is not as bad as humans walking like an asshole for gr- great distances. Now I know um, my my input here doesn't have any effect on, but <laughs> but I have a question. In a equestrian dressage, is it the horses that get the medals? No. No. Then dressage ah! is more bullshit. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But. Well, this is going to be the, the they last. They got to train them, you know. That's true. Nah, horse should get the medal. The horse doesn't get the medal equestrian dressage. Wait, let's look it up. Does the horse, <laughs> Does the if you horse show me a picture of a horse with the medal? I'm I'm 100. You know what? With your it auto it auto filled my search. I'm so, I was I said, just about to ask. Does, did it? Does the horse g and then get a oh, medal in the Olympics? I love uh, that. Let's see. That's so funny. I was just about to ask that. I'm. <sighs> do they get the medal? Like, do they at we least listen to the podcast? Like, they, we can wait it out. Pa- <laughs> okay, so so the medal technically is shared. Okay. Human to horse. The horse doesn't get its own metal because they don't want to put it on a horse neck. makes sense but like they're listed in the records like if you look at the the 2020 Ooh, winners let's see let's see is it like erica von vanderberg and in, in like butter cheds and mr clip clops <laughs> <laughs> that's true because you know the thing is for like a westminster dog show it's always the dog's name mm-hmm. right yeah. that's what i'm saying they, they don't really like, talk like about that then okay, yeah, race walking's worse. But if they if they cut that horse out of this process, mm-hmm. it's a war. This is war. We declare war. You know well, what? They don't even name the person either. 
uh, as, it, it's, just, it's just, it's just a, a blank. They, li- they list them it, as well, a centaur. The they combine oh, no, their they, names they, and list them as a centaur. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca Clip Clops. <laughs> um, they, they name both. Okay, so they have the, okay. the, the, the person, and it specifically says on okay. this, this horse. That's very nice. Fantastic. Well, I'm Robert, this is the, the last question. Name all the Olsen children. Ooh. Oh, God. That's the question. That's the prompt. Mary-Kate and Mm -hmm. Ashley Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. Okay. I know there's a boy Olsen. I know there's, like... Yeah, Liddy did an article. What what was his name? Hidden in the attic for all of his life. The shame (laughs) of all of the Olsens. I think it's Attic Boy uh, Olsen. It? I think you're right. No, there's a lot. There's there's actually a lot. I think there's like I think there's as many Kardashians as there are Olsons actually. Or as oh god, many there's Olsons more than just the the boy I'm forgetting. <laughs> yeah, it's more than the twins, Wanda. The I, I think fucking, there's I, there's I'm never gonna get this. Well, let's make a rule that the arbiter is not allowed to look it up, and so you have to come up with a name that Karen oh, will believe. Man. Okay, it's okay. uh, it's Chris Olson. Uh, the Debbie Olson. Uh-huh. Chris, Chris <laughs> and Debbie. There's Ola, Olaf Olson. Uh, Ephraim. Ephraim Olson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wayne, Wayne, Wayne Scott. Wayne Scott. Yeah. P. Higginbottom Olson. Yeah. Wayne Scott. And, uh, and Clip Clop Olson. That's, yeah, that's their horse. Uh, the correct answer is Fisto. I like Wayne. Oh. Boner the Third. Fish Grip. And Pizza Slore. <laughs> fish grip. <laughs> oh, fish grip Olson. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I guess we go to the arbiter. I'm going to give the, you know, mm, I love fish grip. <laughs> though, but I think Wayne Scott. Olsen sounds pretty good. Yeah, I feel like reasonable. all of their names are pretty standard, uh, uh, you know, kind of like suburban uh, names. You had Mary Kay and, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, Elizabeth. It'd be like Wayne, I think, be one of them. Um, I think it's like too many Chris's. I, you know, I think like like Cody or something like that would sound good. I'm going to go with Brockway on okay. Wayne Scott Olsen. Wayne or Scott Olson. Right. Well, that is um, a very strong showing from both of you. It, we end with a score of Karen with 26 and Brockway with 25. Karen Chu, oh. you are the winner of No Right Answers Podcast Quiz Showdown Championship Edition. Okay. Well, so. before I throw my coffee mug through the window, is there a poor sport trophy? <laughs> there is not. There's not Damn a four sports. You can throw. You can throw it to. The, no, you know what? There, maybe there is. Throw it and see what happens. We have to hear it. <laughs> Let me prep a little foley work here. Oh my God! No, my child, Wayne Scott. No, who did this? Who killed my boy? Who threw this mug? I got revenge. If you get a a, a manslaughter, you, that's a trophy. <laughs> that's not- <laughs> well, it was a child. Does that count? 
Uh, there's a special trophy for that, Manslaughter Jr. edition. Einstein Hunter Frankfurt! Einstein Hunter Frankfurt! It's a podcast now! Und mit maximalen Schau! Doc Frankfurt Podcast? Correct! Yeah! The craft is not trapped, it's not ohne! Schick die in the Hundesaum! Vier eine Stunde! Come, Sean! You kids, die Nummer! Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the 1900 hot dog dancers. These are your Supremes. Three Finger Louie, Adam Ruth, Adrian H. Ooh, doing the robot, it's Aiden Mua. Alpha Scientist Javo, Armando Nava, Benjamin Cyranin, Brandon Garlock, Brienne Whitney, Chase McPherson. Children love the meat melee, yes they do. Oh, hey, also doing the robot, it's Chris Brower, Dan Bush. The artist, formerly known as Devin. The laziest man on Mars, Dean Costello. Dr. Awkward. Hey, it's Eric Spalding. Oh, hey, a third robot. It's Fancy Shark. Hi, Fancy Shark. Haraka. Jaber L. Aiden. Jamie Gordon. Jeremy Neal. Next up, it's the J Squad. That's right. Dance troupe within a dance troupe. Here's uh, John. John McCammon. John Minkoff. Josh Fabian. Josh S. That's your J Squad. K&M. Lyman. Mark. Matt Riley, hey Mike Styles, Moju, ND, stop, stop doing the robot ND, we have enough, Neil Bailey, Neil Schaefer, Nick Ralston, Nick H, Patrick Herbst, Holly Poisuo, Rhea, uh, Rhea, come on, the stage is crowded with robots here, I'm dying, Rich Joslin, Timmy Leahy, Toasty God, Tom Sekula, Yosarian, Zachary Evans, Zadarfan, and Flamenco dancing for us tonight, it's Matt Cortez, that's that's the robot, Matt. God damn it.